Hey there, you're listening to the Sunshine Speechy Podcast. I'm your host, Nancy, bringing you all the information you need to know about getting into SLP graduate school and becoming a successful SLP. Join me as I talk to SLP experts, as well as undergraduate and graduate students just like you and I. If you're enjoying the podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a positive review so that other listeners like you can one day find my podcast. To stay updated on all things Sunshine Speechy, be sure to follow me on Instagram at Sunshine Speechy and check out my YouTube channel, Sunshine Speechy, for even more advice and tips. Today I'll be talking to a current undergraduate student about her experience taking the GRE online at home during COVID-19. Let's get started. Hey everyone and welcome back to the Sunshine Speechy podcast. I'm Nancy and today I am joined by Rachel. Hey Rachel, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Okay, so to start out, could you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Mm -hmm. So my name is Rachel. I am a junior speech pathology major at East Jalabar University, which is up in Pennsylvania. Um, I'm originally from like the Philadelphia area which is nice. Um, I actually, I do a lot with speech. So I'm the students. They also for a national initiative for West Virginia. Oh, wow. Which is a lot of fun. And then um, just like with speech, um, I'll be a senior next year. It's exciting. And then grad school. And after that, I really want to work in like a children's hospital. So that's like the life goal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's where I'm leaning towards too. Oh my God. I love it. Like chop and stuff like that. Oh, that'd be really cool. Have you shadowed at any, like, children's hospitals? Yeah, so I actually got to do observation hours at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia and Shriners. So wow. it's, like, it's, like, these children that come to the U.S. for two weeks that have these diseases that you've never even heard of. Like, it's just yeah. the coolest thing to me. That's so cool. Wow, I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how many times have you taken the GRE, or was this your first time? This was my first time. Okay. That's nerve-wracking. Yeah. So I was, I was supposed to take it in person April 11th, but then obviously with everything going on, it got canceled. Mm-hmm. So I rescheduled my in-person one for the end of July and then signed up for the fun online at-home version. So can you describe your experience taking the GRE online at home? Yeah. So I was very nervous because I have a Mac laptop for school. Um, it told me I was not allowed to take it on a Mac, just oh like, a, like a different, um, like internet thing kind of, but I used the one that Mac has. So I was like, no, I'm not even going to like bother because I knew I would mess it up. Yeah. So mom has an HP. So I used that and I went on a month ago and you have to download, um, it's through Proctor U is who does it. So you have to download this app kind of thing, I guess that lets them see everything that you're doing and kind of like take over your computer while you're doing the test. And I downloaded it and then I went to sign on for test day and it comes up with a proctor. So like he can talk to me through the screen, which is really cool. Wow. So it's like a real person. Oh yeah. And then he tried opening up the application and it didn't work. And so I'm sitting there getting teary eyed, freaking out thinking, Oh my God, I was worrying so much about this. Now it's not going to open to a technician who after 10 minutes was finally able to like get it up and running. So they were very good with like, 
helping you out and knowing what to do, which made me feel better about it because I am not a tech savvy person. Like I would have just given up. Mm -hmm. Um, And other than that, it went right into it. So it starts off with like, you know, section one and then um, sections timed. What was really nice is if you finish early, you can just continue. Like you don't have to wait for time to run out and stuff, which I liked. Mm -hmm. So um, then you get a break at the halfway mark, which was very nice. And then I finished in like two hours and they give you four and a half, I think, or like 360 minutes for it. Yeah. It really wasn't that bad. Yeah. I know like preparing for it and you see that it's like four hours. You're just like, oh my gosh, like this is. That's what I, so my whole like game plan for it was since this was my first time, I was like, okay, I'll study for like five minutes, whatever, go into it, like at a baseline. So this was very just like going into a blind seeing kind of where I fall that way since I'm taking it again in three months for that one I'm actually gonna like hardcore study for it yeah so was the format exactly the same just you were taking it on your own computer I think so yeah like there was the um the writing section the math section and then like the whole vocab reading comprehension kind of stuff that is very stressful though with the whole proctor thing um, because like they can see you the whole time so like, like watching yeah, you yeah they pretty much just watch you the whole time because oh um, well the really weird thing about it is that when you sign on like you have to I had to show them my photo ID um I had to lift up my laptop I had to show him all around my bedroom I had to show him under my desk you actually have to have a mirror so you can show them your um laptop keyboard to make sure you don't have like notes or anything there okay um, I have to hold up my cell phone and I had to like place it behind me on my bed so he could see it the whole time. Wow. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. I felt like it was like the police or something. They like had to see everything. Yeah. Break. You had to do it all over again to like prove it was you. Um, so what would you say was the most difficult aspect of taking the GRE in kind of this format? Definitely me having to be the one that like got it started and like set up because I know like I've taken, I'm an RBT during summer. So like behavioral therapy. Okay. So when I took the test for that, I went to a testing center, just like for the GREs, it's already set up for you. You just start, like you don't have to do anything. You sit down, take test with this. Like you have to make sure that you open up the application. You have to have the right thing downloaded. You have to make sure that you have your IDs with you and your cell phone put away. Cause like, if you don't, it's going to delay your test. And if you delay it too much, then they might just cancel it on you. Yeah, so that was difficult. And then also for me, something that was hard is like, I'm someone that talks to myself during tests. I'm like, okay, like, I know it's not this. I know it's not this. Especially when I'm by myself, you are not allowed to talk during this. Like okay. I noticed myself doing it a few times. I was like, oh my gosh, like they're going to flag me for it. Yeah. But you have to be very quiet. I made sure I talked to my um, family before the test. I was like, look, from this time to this time, like you either need to be out of the house or you need to be quiet because like they will flag you for that stuff. Yeah, that that aspect really scares me because I've been taking online classes. Well, everyone's been taking online classes. And like even during my final, I was like, okay, everyone stay out of my room under no circumstances. Can you come in? And my sister just like walked in in the middle of it and was like, oh my gosh, I forgot. And like said that. And I was like, just go. (laughs) Like The worst thing is I have a huge like 150 pound English Mastiff. And when she barks, like you can hear it from any room in the house. So of course she started barking during the test and like everything was fine. But I was like, oh my gosh, like, please just stop. Yeah. Cause you like don't know what they might flag. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so was there anything positive about taking it in that format? Yeah. So the one thing I really liked was that I did it in my bedroom. So I literally had my pajamas on. Um, didn't have to like look nice because I wasn't in front of other people. Um, I kind of felt a lot more comfortable taking it in my own house um, compared to like a testing center where you're around a bunch of other people. Mm -hmm. And the other thing I loved is I hate when it's cold when I'm taking a test. Like if I have goosebumps and I'm taking a test, that's, I focus on like the temperature. So being able to take it in my house instead of like a testing center, it was just overall so much more like comfy. And I was like, I just felt good being in my own bedroom doing it. Yeah. I remember when I took mine, I wore like several different layers so Mm -hmm. that I could like take, it off or like put more on but even so I was still cold um so would you say like that was good because I know for me I would be worried that like I wouldn't be able to get into like the zone yes okay that's what I thought too because when I'm at school like you know how for finals sometimes they put you in a different room yeah so that always throws me off because I'm like okay if I'm taking my statistics final in this room but I have class in this room like that always kind of just like I have to adjust for a few minutes because I'm not in like that mindset but I actually kind of liked it a little bit better here because in testing centers too, it's kind of dark um, just yeah. because like everyone's on computers and the lighting, all that. So in my room, I had it like nice and bright, I had all my lamps on. So overall, like it did take a minute to like get into it, but after that, like I didn't even notice. Okay. That's good. Cause I feel like I would get so distracted. Oh yeah. Cause I know I took it in like the normal setting and like, everyone's like dead quiet and you're just like have these blinders exactly kind of intense (laughs) um so what were you most stressed about for your test day um with the format or just in general definitely I was scared that like my laptop was gonna just shut off in the middle of the test for some crazy reason yeah because it's 200 some dollars like you pay for that you start your test you don't get that back so if something with my computer happened, I was definitely nervous about that. And then just my family being loud. I know my family's, I don't know if you can hear them right now. I was like, guys, I'm recording the podcast and they're like posing the wall right outside of my room. I don't know why. Family always chooses to be the loudest when you need them to be quiet. Exactly. Just how it goes. Okay. So do you have any advice for future SLPs who will be taking the GRE at home in the kind of format that you have? Yeah. So the first thing, get a comfy chair. I have like just a regular desk chair. It's plastic. It's so uncomfortable. I went downstairs into my mom's home office. I took the comfiest chair with all the padding on it. Like it is a long test and your butt will go numb. Like get something that you don't think sitting in. Um, And like I said with mine, like I got a baseline for my first one. So since I'm only a junior, like I have time to take it. So Mm -hmm. if you can do that, I would definitely suggest it because it made me feel a lot less pressure going into it. And then it gave me like a really good idea as to where I fall right now and like what certain things I need to improve on. Um, talk to your family beforehand, let them know from this time to this time, you need to be quiet. Yeah. You don't want to waste all that money. And then the other thing is the proctors that they have and the technicians are so good. So like, if you have questions, ask them, like just start talking and ask them and you can actually go on before your test, like, as soon as you schedule it and you can test your equipment. So it'll let you know if your microphone's okay, if your, you know, application, all that's okay. And they can actually like come on, take over your computer and fix anything that needs to be fixed, like right then and there for you. Um, other than that, just like breathe through it. I know with me, the math, the math got me so frustrated because there's certain math problems you look at on the GRE and it's like, when did I ever learn this? What does this yeah. mean? 
and you sit there for like 15 minutes trying to figure out it is not worth it just take an educated guess and like move on like it's not worth getting worked over because no one knows it like you're not supposed to Uh, I definitely feel that I feel like for me it was like like I always sometimes I would be like I wish I had extra time because I always ran out of time during the math sections and then I would be like do I because like no amount of time would help me find the answer myself. And that's, I was like, the proctor is probably laughing at me right now because for certain math problems, I just sat there and rolled my eyes and I kept mumbling on my breath. I was like, this is so stupid. Like who even knows this? And then for other ones, I got so excited because like I got one of the answers that was on the bubble list. And I was like, oh my God, like I finally got one. I was like, (laughs) man probably thinks I'm like crazy. Yeah, no, I feel that. Well, I feel like I was so stressed out for mine and like, I wish that I hadn't but honestly there's I mean like some people can get in the right headset and just like take deep breaths for me I feel like no matter what I was just so nervous even though it was the second time I was taking it like I like am not a person who sweats and I remember like my hands were like so sweaty I could barely hold my pencil and I was like what am I doing you have to um you have to use a whiteboard for like your scratch paper that way you can like show them in a race oh my gosh really yeah so wait here I like got a whiteboard like ten dollars off of amazon um because like you can't use scratch paper and if you do use paper you have to put um a translucent sheet over it so you can like erase it that way you like can't take anything home with you so i remember i was sitting there and that whiteboard was full of just marks trying to figure out math and then it came to the point where i was like okay i'm either gonna start crying or like just give up i was like look look at my answer take a guess like just go to the next one so do you like you show them that you're using a whiteboard? Yeah. So on, or do you have to like keep showing it to them? No. So I just like had it sitting in front of me the whole time. So you show them in the beginning, you show them the front and the back of it. So they see like you don't have notes on it. Mm-hmm. And then after the test, you have to um, hold it up, erase it in front of them and then flip it around again. So you can see that okay. you don't have anything left on it. Ooh, I would not like that because I'm like, I already have bad handwriting. So writing with a whiteboard, I feel like I would totally. Yeah. And like it's very annoying to erase a whiteboard because then yeah. all the, the marks still are on it. And that just like, I have OCD about that. Like I hate when a whiteboard yeah. is completely clean. That's hard. So do you have any other advice just for anyone starting the grad school process or not like starting their applications, but kind of like deciding that they want to go into speech? Like, do you have any advice for them? Yeah, definitely. So for like the Jerry side of it, definitely get the study books. Um, Amazon has them for super cheap. They're definitely worth it. If you took math classes in college and you were like, oh, this is so pointless, maybe try to save your work because it actually does come back up on the jury. It's like all those things you never thought you'd see yeah. again. Um, I know there's a few apps for like vocab. Vocab is a huge part of the juries. Like you'll see words that have 20 letters and you won't even be able to pronounce it. Like yeah. there's some intensive stuff. Um, as for speech, like undergrad, definitely go into it with like a very open mind. Like speech is hard and people will be like, well, you know, it's easy. It's this, it's not like it is a very hard major. And I think if you go in, like knowing that you are not going to be perfect at it and knowing that yes, you will make mistakes, you will fail a test here and there. Like it'll definitely help you do a lot better with it. And then grad school, like I just started my applications. Um, Cause I want to apply in August. Like the place I want to go does early acceptance. Oh, wow. So, School does early acceptance. So it's called Salus. So it's in Elkins Park, Pennsylvania. So what they do actually is um, a few schools up here do it. Um, The school I go to, East Strasburg, does it as well. So you can apply in August. And then 
a few weeks later, like you can know if you got in or not pretty much. So it's very nice to know like December if you're going to be going somewhere next August. Yeah, definitely. Because I remember I was waiting. I didn't hear back from all my schools until April. And Mm -hmm. that's a lot. Like I wish I could have known sooner. Yeah, like that's the crazy thing. Like I've kind of known where I want to go. I'm from the Philadelphia area. So I'm looking at like Temple, LaSalle, Salas. So they're all in the Philadelphia area. And I'm actually getting married after undergrad. So next summer. Congratulations. So so the whole thing is like, he goes to Temple and he owns a business in Philly. So I was like, I want to go to Philly area. So like, it's nice to know that those are the schools I'm looking at. So I've been working on applications. Honestly, I'm going to sound like a crazy person, but since like freshman year, like that, that, um, common application. I've been like filling it out since freshman year that way once the time comes to send it in it's less than I actually have to fill out so I've been excited for grad school since I knew it was a thing so like yeah definitely that's always my recommendation everyone is like however early you think you should start thinking about grad school two years earlier than that honestly (laughs) because once you actually start figuring it out like it's a competitive field like there's going to be hundred people that apply and like 20 that get in. Like you need to think about it. Um, the nice thing about the ASHA ed find online is you can actually go on and look at every grad school um, in the United States, their speech and their audiology programs. And you can look at the statistics for the incoming class. So you can see what their average jury score was, what their average um, GPA was. So like definitely look at that. So you can see like where you want to fall. Yeah, I always recommend that to people. And it's really the only way to know exactly, even so it's not perfect, but how competitive schools are. Because exactly, because you'll see some that the jury scores were like high 160s, and then you'll see other ones where they're like mid 140s. So it gives you like a yeah. good idea as to like what's an achievable goal too. Definitely. Um, I think like there's a balance between knowing what's just completely unachievable for yourself and like just like kind of going for it like I think a couple of the schools I applied to were big reach schools for me in terms of my GRE just because they literally had GREs that were like in the 320s but even so like I ended up getting in and so like I feel like they do look at things holistically but at the same time if you know that your GRE scores are nowhere near that zone then Oh, exactly. And the thing that I feel like people don't realize is when you look at their average jury scores, that's the median. So there is 50% of people that exactly. fell above and 50% that fell below it. And GREs, I get that everyone makes a big deal about it, but that is not the only thing. Like I am a huge believer in like resume building. Like if you can oh, yeah, do that resume, like do it. That is the, like that shows what kind of person you are in school, outside of school, like the volunteer opportunities, like anything you can put on your resume, put it on. Yeah, that's 100% my view as well, because like, there's only so much of your GRE score that you can control versus like your resume is all up to you. And I feel like nowadays, standardized testing is something that people are kind of shying away from. Like everyone knows that, okay, I could be a 4.0 student, but I do average on my GREs. Like GREs don't tell someone how I'm going to be as a speech pathologist. Especially for the field of speech pathology, because like, it has nothing to do with it. killed me about it because the quantitative section is not like, oh, like here's a bunch of statistics questions where you're like, oh, okay, like I'll have no, to. Like what's the area of this circle if it's inside of this triangle next yeah. to square? And I'm like, what is this? It's like never will I ever have to know this. Exactly. 
Um, do you have anything else that you would like to add or just share? I don't know. I don't think so. Anything else? <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on today. This was so helpful. I did not realize how different it was. I thought the whole whiteboard thing is still kind of blowing my mind. <laughs> I can't say if it's a good thing or not, because I guess it would give you like unlimited space. Okay. The worst thing about the whiteboard thing was that when you erase it, all the little chunks of like whiteboard eraser were getting all over my desk. Oh my God. That's the only bad thing about it. That's true. And you're just, you're writing with a marker instead of a pencil. Like it's just not the same. It was very sloppy writing. Yeah. Um, But yeah. And congratulations on getting married. Thank you. (laughs) I'm like single as a Pringle. So, you know, maybe when I'm in grad school, Um, but that is so exciting for you. It's um, fun. A lot of things happening. Yeah. I'm ready for, I'm ready for it all. On top of it. <laughs> I'm jealous. Like, I wish I had been that on top of it because I feel like I was so lost. But I'm the kind of person that, like, if I'm not on top of it, I feel like I'm behind. And then it just stresses me out. I agree. I totally agree. <laughs> well, thank you again for coming on. <laughs> I'm going to turn off the recording. Thanks again for tuning in to the Sunshine Speechy podcast. An important note for individuals applying this upcoming year to SLP graduate school is that many schools are waiving the requirement of GRE scores because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Before deciding to take the GRE, be sure to contact every school on your list to see if they are waiving the GRE. Thanks for tuning in. Bye!